let's acknowledge it's not gonna work anymore. What were we gonna say? It'll work. <laughs> Steven Tyler put a really Julie. Fuck me. Steven Tyler pulled a Rudy Giuliani. See, it's, it's, uh, I told you it wouldn't work. No, try again. It'll work. You're wearing a piece of drawing hat. You better pull through, bro. Try again. It'll you work. You mean Steven Tyler pulled a Rudy Giuliani? Why would you try it again? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fall for it every time. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast sponsored by Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at Manscaped.com. Howard Stern is announcing to the world that he is woke. He is woke. So back off, Jack. Howard Stern is now woke. He is now woke because what? He believes uh, he believes in the, you know, the vaccine. He doesn't like Trump, and uh, he supports uh, the transgenders. Not the worst uh, talking points, I would have to say myself, but uh, he is now woke. He's losing his mind. He's yelling and screaming at his critics. I am woke. (laughs) Howard Stern's woke. Let's see how woke Howard Stern is. That's what we should do today. He owns two giant properties he owns two giant properties that might as well be like uh, the Ritz Carlton. He owns two of them. So, man, you know, I was just talking about it yesterday. We got 160,000 unhoused uh, immigrants here in New York City. 10,000 are being busted to the city a month. Let's see how woke Howie, Howie is. Is he opening up his Hamptons house to the, uh, to the immigrants? Is he opening up his other property to the immigrants? Because, you know, if he was truly woke, he would make sure that uh, these people had proper housing. Is he giving uh, giving back any of his $80 million a year that he makes? Because that would be the sign of a woke person, how he's woke. Hey, cheers. Cheers to how he's woke. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just love that he's losing his mind. Look, the real Howie that he's been hiding – his entire uh, radio career is on full display now. That That's the real Howard Stern. He was always that guy, but he was too scared to show anyone that guy because he, he knew he wouldn't be as famous. He knew he wouldn't be making as much money, uh, but now it doesn't matter. He's like, he's worth 650, what? $650 million, I hear. He's in his 70s. So let's say he still has a long life. Let's say he does another 20 years, right? He would have to spend $30 million a year to go through all his money because he ain't going to give it to anybody else. So at this point, he has nothing to lose. So here's Howie. This is the real me. This is the guy. I've been this guy my entire life. This is who I was when I was in my basement. He has nothing to lose now. So now he's finally showing his true self. So God bless Howie. God bless Howard Stern. You demand today because you are woke. Are you woke? Oh, I am woke. <laughs> Started with the Lauren Bobert. He was losing his mind. Inappropriate behavior in a movie theater. And he went off on that. Sure, it was inappropriate uh, behavior, but who gives a crap? These, these people down in Washington, you know, they're just, they're just, they're just, they're just... But instead of you know finding the jokes, he went all in with that, and then people were attacking him, and now he's yelling and screaming that he is woke. And now everybody, this is the this is the part that's not fair about the Howard Stern woke thing. 
Now they're finding all the all the stuff he said and did in the past. Oh, you're woke, are you? Well, this is what you said when Columbine hit. Oh, you're woke, are you? Here's a here's 20 things you used to do to women to degrade them. Oh, you're woke then. Okay, well, here's all the times you wore blackface. That part of this is not fair. But him just uh, losing his mind as he yells and screams that he's woke is is just hilarious. The headline here is really, really simple. Because I know a lot of old school fans, they're like, what happened to Howie, man? What happened? He changed. He's not the same person. This is the real Howard Stern. This is the real guy that was hiding in his basement all those years ago when he had a wife and two small uh, daughters, right? This is the guy. This was always the guy. But he was smart enough to know if he didn't, if he uh, showed this, this uh, true self of his, that he wouldn't have been as famous and he wouldn't have made as much money. But now he has nothing to lose. He's got $650 million in the bank. So now you're going to get the real Howie. Hoo, hoo, hoo. No one should be surprised. This is, this is Howard Stern. This is the guy. It's finally coming out. It took, uh, I don't know. He's probably been doing radio for for uh, fifty years. So the the true Howard Stern is finally coming out fifty years later. He was a phony most of his career. He was lying to all his people, all his fan base. This is the real Howard Stern. Howard Stern lied to his audience all those years. He was playing a part. The real Howard Stern is finally coming out. This is the real guy. He was always this guy, but he was too scared to show the world. Uh, because it was way more profitable to not be this guy when it came to money and fame. But now, like I said, he has nothing to lose. He's an older guy with $650 million at least. He don't need the money. and or He needs the fame, though, because he's an egomaniac so, and a narcissist. So he, he still needs the fame. Howard Stern was always a phony. And if you were entertained by that over the years, that's more than fine. But you can't now be mad because Howard Stern is yelling and screaming that he's woke. This is the guy he always was, and he's finally brave enough to show it to the people. Vincent Scaramuzzo, you think this was always the real how? Oh, my God, not even a doubt in my mind. Or did he get sucked into that Hollywood lifestyle and start to believe it? No, man. I have no doubt in my mind that uh, this was always Howie there, Vincent Scaramuzzo. And that's why he started uh, placating to the – the Hollywood elite. He was hanging out with them way before he was really talking about it on the radio. No, this was always the guy. And yeah, sure, he was sucked into it. He, he always wanted to be this guy, but he wasn't brave enough, man. You know, mommy wouldn't have approved. That crazy mom of his, that overbearing mother of Howard Stern, he wasn't allowed to be himself. He was scared between his mom and his dad. And now it's like, hey, man, I have nothing to lose. All these podcasters are passing me by, so maybe I could get some headlines by, by now telling the world that I'm woke. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It is just hilarious to me. He was playing a role his entire career. And then when he finally started letting go of that, that's when his fan base started. Uh, they, they, they started going nuts. Like, who is this guy? And I, and I said this over the years. I'm like, what do you mean, who is this guy? You're, you're seeing the real guy finally. That's all this is. But he's woke. Back off, Jack. Howard Stern is woke. <laughs> Howard Stern fooled you all those years. 
He was always a little liberal kid in his uh, in his basement. Probably, probably wanted to go another way with some things in his life. I'll say it that way. But that overbearing mother and his dad wouldn't allow poor little Howie to be uh, his true self. And now that his dad's gone, and now that he's in his 70s, and now that he's worth $650 million, now he can finally show his true self. Maybe he'll start, you know, wearing uh, different clothing soon. I would not be surprised. Uh, a lot of F Howie's coming in, too. Yeah, I, I would be bothered by that, too, you know? I, uh, <laughs> I would be bothered by that, too. <laughs> Look, it happened to me, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I worked with a guy that finally showed his true colors. You know, Anthony was always that guy. I honestly didn't know he was that guy for a very long time working with him, but it happened. It happened in my world too, where the real guy said, "F it, I, I can't, I can't fake this anymore." And uh, and there you go. I think I think in a lot of ways, uh, Howard and uh, Anthony are are pretty similar. I think both those guys were very very scared at first, at first, to really show their uh, true selves. And boy, are both of them now showing their true selves. Oh, my God. On complete opposite uh, sides of the spectrum, which is weird because Anthony absolutely was a, a Howard Stern fan. What was he saying, this stupid Louis C.K.? It's really bothering a lot of people today. If, if someone has the exact quote, could they put it in the, in the chat? I usually look up stuff on my phone, but I'm using it for Instagram. But uh, Louis basically saying that. What America? It's it. it what, what was he saying? America's too nice. We kind of need the chaos anyway. He's kind of for it, and I quickly jumped on that and said, "Look, it's easy. It's easy to say you're for this craziness that is going on with the illegal immigration and 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 busloads of these people being, you know, sent to your city, my city, everyone's city, <clears throat> when you have the means to avoid all of it. So of course Louis could say something like that because it's never going to bother him." I know it's not going to bother me for the most part. I live 500 feet above the streets, and I guarantee there's going to be no illegal immigrants in this building whatsoever. So it's easy for me to deal with it as well. But I, I got to call out the BS. Louis C.K. and what he said about this yesterday is just it's based on the fact that he has the means to avoid all of it. So, of course, he's going to say, oh, you know, the, the American could use the chaos anyway. We're too perfect or we're too clean or we're too nice. I got. I got to find. Someone's got to give me the exact quote in the in the chat room, so I don't misrepresent uh, that. But that drove me nuts yesterday. I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking? You know, obviously this is coming from a place where you know you're not. You don't have to deal with it at all. This Russell Brand, I think he's guilty as all hell. That is based on absolutely nothing because I haven't read one article on the whole damn thing. But I still think he's guilty as all. Hell, I don't know anything about the accusations. I haven't read anything about the accusations. I haven't watched anything on the TV or the social media about the accusations. With that said, I think Russell Brand is guilty as hell. Cheers. I, I said that because that's what everybody does. I literally have no idea. It's just based on my opinion, whether I like or hate the guy, or it's based on my opinion, what I believe in politically, whether I think the guy's innocent or guilty. That's why I did that, because we do that all the time.
you see a story like, oh, guilty. I'm like, oh, really guilty? What do you know about the case? Well, I don't know anything about the case, but I think he's guilty. Why? Well, because I don't really like what he stands for. This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code OPOPIE at Manscaped.com. All right, fellas, are you running into some stubble trouble? Of course you are. Are you dreaming of that clean-shaven look but hate going through the hassle of a wet shave every other day? I know you are because that's what happens to me. That's why we've partnered with Manscaped. The brand for Below the Waist is coming to save the beautiful face. Yes, sir, Manscaped now has beard products and is going a step further with the launch of their brand-new Handyman Electric Face Shaver. It's designed to give your face that smooth and chiseled finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Make sure to join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. You go to manscaped.com, you use the code OPIE OP to get 20% off and free shipping. Look, I love Manscaped so much that I was using their below-the-waist groomer to shave my face. Yes, I did. And then Manscaped's like, no, Ope, you don't have to do that anymore. We got a razor for your face. And if you got a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your mane. It features their signature Beard Hedger, cordless trimmer, rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard. That's important. You don't have a drawer full of guards. They have one with 20 hair cutting lengths. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel size package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. I absolutely love it. Check it out for yourself. And don't forget, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code OP, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code OP, O-P-I-E. Hit the refresh button with the handyman. Tom Burke, uh, I'm going to just uh, repost this because I feel like it. F you to every single diamond dealer on 47th Street. I'm searching for a diamond, and not a single one can tell me why a synthetic diamond is any different than a natural one. <laughs> Diamonds are a scam. Diamonds are a scam now. Absolute scam. You know, I uh, I love my wife. When I got engaged, I made sure I had the means that I gave her a sick-ass diamond. But um, at this point, there's not a person in the world that would know if it was real or fake. I, I, Eton, I'm, I'm with you. I got a good diamond story, for real. Um, I forgot his name. Really good guy. He used to do a lot of advertising with Howard back in the day. And then uh, we became friends, actually. And... Uh, he sold me the uh, the diamond for my wife's engagement ring. And uh, he was a diamond dealer. So we went down to the diamond district uh, here in Manhattan. And he had a little envelope, one of those tiny little envelopes filled with diamonds. And he was trying to, like, sell some of these diamonds to the, you know, to the diamond uh, market uh, here in Manhattan. <laughs> I swear this is true. He had about... He had about I want to say close to a dozen diamonds in this tiny little bag that he just happened to have in his pocket. Uh, I would say overall the diamonds he had in that little envelope were worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. I would say close to a half a million dollars in diamonds in this little envelope. So he, he, you know, when you have those little envelopes, you kind of 
go like this and you kind of like, you know, to get, get the stuff out of it. So he does this with the diamonds, right? There's about 10 to a dozen in there. They fall all over the floor. So now, you know, this is a hoity-toity diamond dealer. I'm dressed up. My This guy's dressed up. He's trying to make a deal and sell some diamonds. I don't even know why I was there with him. I have no idea. I forget now that part of the story. Next thing you know, we're all on our hands and knees trying to find all those diamonds that fell and we're bouncing, <laughs> bouncing on the floor. And then there was a rug and then there's some of them on the rug and we're all on our hands and knees trying to find his diamonds that I'm not kidding. were worth probably close to like a half million dollars, maybe more. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, man, I've seen the fake diamonds. I've had people show me like the difference. It's really hard to tell. I mean, if you're eyeballing it, you can't tell at all. You'd have to get that thing, that, that, that dang, and then look at it. And then you're like, oh, okay, this one's a fake one. That's a, that's like a scene from a movie. 100%, man, uh, Vic on the, uh, the Instagram. That is a true story. The guy was a little nervous or something was going on. I have no idea. But they fell all over the office. You know, I would love to pump up the story and say we didn't find all of them, but that's not true. But I'm on my – everyone's on their hands and knees trying to pick up his diamonds that he dropped all over the place. Uh, Eric, hey, Oak, did you see your boy Barry Williams is going to be on Dancing with the Stars? I think one of the best things you did on ONA is when you – Cold called Barry at 6 a.m. and scared the life out of him. <laughs> we used to mess with Barry Williams. My greatest Barry Williams moment. Barry Williams is uh, the real Greg Brady, if you need to know TikTok. Uh, so uh, there was a time me and Anthony were very, very jaded. We were massive, massive radio stars, massive, could barely walk around New York. It's very different these days. I, I'll be the one to tell you that. Yes, I know it's very different these days. And, um, and we were a-holes. I was more of an a-hole than Anthony, certainly, but uh, he, he had some a-hole in him as well. And, um, and I, didn't, I didn't want nice things around me. So uh, the company, WNEW, um, <laughs> they put a new rug in the studio. So most, most people would be like, oh, wow, you really care about us, and you cleaned up the studio, you put a brand new rug in. That's really, really nice. And Barry Williams was coming in that day, right? So me and Anthony decide, you know, we got to christen this rug. we got to christen it. So we, we would just throw this stuff out, and, and uh, 9 out of 10, it would stick, and someone would go, yeah, all right, we'll do that. So I'm like, uh, hey, man, we got a brand new rug here at NEW, and uh, we need a couple to christen it. So a couple, uh, you know, agreed to christen the, uh, the rug. So they were in the corner doing their thing, right? So really doing their thing. They were doing a very good job with the christening. Very, very good job. <laughs> Barry Williams is in. And we're, we're conducting a semi- real interview with Barry Williams and uh, we're asking him questions and his eyes just kept going. And he was confused and he goes, uh, do you guys realize that that couple is christening the rug? Oh yeah, we know Barry, we'll get to that later. 
and the couple's trying to get our attention, and they're really christening the rug. And uh, Barry's like, anyway, yeah, so Alice, Alice was great to hang out with Offset. <laughs> That's my favorite Barry Williams uh, memory. It just showed how jaded we were. Like, oh, yeah, they're doing their thing. Don't worry about them, Barry. We want to talk to you now, and we'll get to them. My girlfriend was definitely, like, trying to upgrade. She was always trying to upgrade. She would try to upgrade right in front of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She was the one that uh, swore that she wasn't with her uh, her ex um, the whole time I was going out with her. And uh, and she also went out with this guy. Oh, God, I haven't told these stories in a while. She also went out with this guy that was on one of the home improvement shows. But they were, quote, just good friends. And I walked in on them once, and they were like, down in the laundry room of her mom's house. And my quote, I have to say quote at this point, because she certainly didn't take it seriously. I was just a kid. You know how it is with with being a kid with these whack jobs. So she's sitting on the uh, the uh, the dryer, I guess it would be, and he's sort of like right in front of her. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on, guys? Like just stupid and clueless. And that guy was always around, and he was really, really cool. And fast forward, we're doing the virus tour in, uh, like, it matters. I want to say, did we do one in Worcester or, wait, where the hell were we? That doesn't matter. <clears throat> but um, also, all, all of a sudden, I saw the bus for this show. Uh, he was he turned out to be a big star on this show, but I knew him when he was a nobody living in Buffalo. I, I don't know his name anymore. <laughs> He was a, uh, he was uh, you know, a, a person of color. What are you allowed to say on this stuff? Really good guy. So I run into him. Now he's famous. I'm famous. And uh, I haven't seen him in years. And I used to see him on TV going, I know that guy. And it was like, yeah, whatever, dude. And I'm like, I think he was sleeping with my girlfriend. I would be all excited to tell everybody. <laughs> so, so I mean, I think it was like at a service stop or rest area on the highway, whatever. We pulled in as as our our group uh, that was doing the virus tour. So I go, dude, I got it. After we were like, oh my god, he was like, holy crap, I can't believe you know how your career turned out. I said the same thing to him. We're high fiving, and I, I truly did like the guy. I go, dude, it's been a million years, and I honestly don't care, but I just need to know. I didn't even ask the question. He goes, of course I was. <laughs> of course I was. Oh my God! That same gal up there in Buffalo. She also was telling me she was no longer with her uh, ex. And then when I finally like the, the craziness was so insane, I had a I had to tap out, and I started seeing somebody else, and she didn't like that at all, at all. So she was the one. If you go back with me uh, a while, she was the one that left. Um, oh, it's the Blake B building. Okay, Richard. Thank you, brother. Thanks for the memories tonight. She was the one. She hated that I uh, was moving on, but she definitely she didn't want to be exclusive. That that's for sure. So she was the one that left uh, message after message after message of her and her ex boyfriend that she swore she wasn't with while she was with me, 
and it was graphic and it was abusive. And she's like, Hey, why don't you uh, say hi? I don't say the guy's name anymore. Cause he's dead. I think he died of a drug overdose, but uh, so rest in peace, dude. Um, but she's like, Hey blank, why don't you say hi? And, and he was somewhere else. Let's just say, and he was talking from that vantage point. I'm like, Oh my God, if I was suicidal, I would have freaking jumped off the roof. Oh my God. Memories. Patrice, uh, there was a time he wasn't coming in as much. Uh, and then it turned out, you know, he was obviously dealing with some, some, uh, health issues. And then one of the last appearances on our show, like I said, I need the timeline, but I feel like this might've been his last appearance or close to it. Definitely close to his last appearance. He was in with Warren Haynes and he basically was like, you know, I could let's do a little something, something. Warren Haynes is an amazing musician. Absolutely amazing. Uh, government mules. Unbelievable. He played with the Allman brothers forever. So, uh, and Warren Haynes was a fan of uh, Patrice O'Neill. So uh, they did, they did this together. It's haunting. Cause, cause Patrice, uh, Patrice did this at the end of his life. And here it is. And it's Warren Haynes to answer your question, Vegas. To be Patrice O'Neill and Warren Haynes. Man, this is all spoken. Man, you know I've been enjoying things that kings and queens will never have. In fact, kings and queens can never get. Great googly moogly. <laughs> I have had my fun. If I never get well no more. I have had my fun.
Howlin' Wolf. Patrice O'Neill, Warren Haynes singing Howlin' Wolf. It doesn't get much better than that. And like I said, it was one of his last times he was on the show, if not his last time on the Opie and Anthony show. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. I remember getting a text. It was uh, shortly after Patrice O'Neill died, and it was uh, Dane Cook. He's like, I'm laying here in L.A., and I just watched the, that particular video that we just played here. He's like, I'm, I'm just bawling. I'm like, I know it freaking sucks. And he's like, and then Cook calls me. Oh, he's like, oh, I miss him so much. I'm like, hey, you and me both, man. What a, what a loss for comedy and honestly humanity. The guy was just, he was just so much fun wherever you went. So much fun. He was one of those guys where we're just walking through the airport when we we're doing those virus tours. You know, we flew with Patrice a lot and uh, just walking through the airport. And I'm sitting there like, I just want to film you all day long. Like, how are you? How do you have such great material that will never see the light of day on a stage? Like, you're only doing this for the, the five people in front of you right now. It's just killing. It's really a shame that. Uh, you know, he didn't hire somebody to just video him uh, in his everyday life. It's really a shame because his stuff was just unbelievable all the time. Uh, Obi, do you believe in God? I, uh, I, I, I surrender to God. I surrender to the concept of God. Do I believe in God the way they taught me when I was growing up, when I was growing up like a Catholic? Hell nah! Hell nah! But I surrender to the concept of a God. Um, and, and, and for the people out there that say, I have, you know, I know. No one knows. I think we have some good ideas maybe, but no one really knows. So do I believe in God? I believe in the concept of God. It's just too, it's just, it's just, our brains are just, they're just, uh, our brains, our brains stink as human beings. We like, I try to tell people like when I got into spirituality and, and like meditation and all that, you really start thinking outside the box a lot more. You're not, uh, you're not, um, a prisoner to your beliefs. No offense. If you're a religious person, you believe that's great. Whatever, whatever gets you through this life. But when I started really getting into spirituality and meditation, I, I started feeling the walls come down where I could start thinking about it, an overall thing way better than like the nonsense of my religion is the only religion and all the other religions are stupid and they're all going to all that stuff. I'm like, goodbye. But what you learn is uh, there's an intelligence to the universe that human beings barely tap into. Let's say the universe, let's say the intelligence of the universe, which some experts would say is infinite. But let's just say it's here for lack of uh, argument, like out to here. The human, the human brain taps into about that much of the intelligence of the universe. That's why I surrender to the concept of God. We don't know crap. Oh, you think you know crap? Explain the concept of infinity. Explain that one. Explain how the universe began. Explain that one. 
Well, open happened with the Big Bang. Okay, the Big Bang. What was before the Big Bang? Nothingness, and then it turned into this? Like, our brains can't comprehend any of that crap. Well, it began. It began where? The timeline of the universe. Where did it begin? Oh, it just began, did it? From absolute nothingness, did it? It's bizarre. Our brains can't handle it. We, we don't have the, the computing uh, power and knowledge to fully understand any of that stuff.